the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. History has clearly shown that Christ is required to overcome the natural tendency of powerful forces to destroy God-given rights, including the right to hear and speak His truth. Welcome to Biblical Citizen. Let's roll with your hosts, Brian and Kathleen Melanakis. Kathleen is an author and retired registered nurse, and her husband, Brian, is a former company president. Kathleen and Brian discuss current events from a biblical worldview, so we as believers can influence for good in our culture and in the public square. Here is Biblical Citizen. Let's roll. Hello, Biblical Citizens. I hope you all had a great Thanksgiving and that you're having a wonderful Christmas season. Today, Kathleen and I are going to have a conversation, like we have sometimes at home, about some really important current events, recent happenings that the corporate media is not reporting on, or if they are censoring heavily. And one of the big stories, Kathleen, is excess mortality rates and what to do with that, isn't it? Right. This should be on every news story everywhere because this is something that just doesn't happen it's the it's the highest mortality rate we, that we've seen in 200 years. Why are these deaths up? The excess mortality rates. Uh, it's not because of COVID. Because we saw that the excess mortality only blipped up a little bit with COVID in 2020, and then as soon as the rac- vaccine rollout came, it spiked up precipitously. And so in 2021 and in 2021, as soon as they started doing the rollout, we're seeing it globally. We're seeing it here in our state and right here in our San Diego County. The excess death rate is up by 17 percent. Now, if you want to find out more about it and Edward Dowd has done a detailed report and an analysis. He's a former financial advisor and and stock analyst and investment banker, very high up in the banking world. He's now doing work to increase medical freedom and report to people. He, you can go on Children's Health Defense TV and hear that detailed report and see this the, the charts where it just is a hockey stick increase in excess deaths, especially among young people. 40% of young people have reported these sudden deaths and we see athletes dropping dead and we see uh, a lot of people it's just uh, really amazing and by the way hearings are being held by senator ron johnson he did get win his re-election he's holding hearings right now you can go on and watch those and dr mccullough peter pierre Corey. it's also being reported on on the high wire uh we heard a cardiologist, Dr. Asim Malhotra, be interviewed by Dale Brigtree. He was recommending the vaccine until his father developed heart disease and died suddenly with no prior heart history. So Dr. Malhotra, he's a cardiologist high up in the UK. He started looking up into the data. He was shocked to find what he found out, and now he tells his whole story. You can listen to that interview. He's 
recommending that the thoughts be stopped and into these excess deaths that are happening. And as far as that, we have a friend here in, in San Diego County, Mike Borello. He lost his job because he refused to take the COVID injection. <clears throat> and he did it. So he spent his time doing a 300-page report on all the problems to do with this, the excess deaths, the, the, the side effects, what happened with the CDC, what happened with our local officials here in San Diego County, and, and the problems to do with it, all the side effects that were known that they already knew that were going to happen. But he's done this report. He's submitted it to the county supervisors. He's also, this week, submitted it to the grand jury here in San Diego County. And we need to have the the public pressure put on them so that they do something about it. Because it's such a big problem. It seems like they want to just cover it up and not report on it that's what the news outlets are doing but this is a huge story that should be that should be covered and by the way six months of data are missing from the medical examiner's office they're supposed to look into sudden deaths that aren't explained well why aren't they looking into it they're 18 months behind their website says they have a four to six month lag time well they have a an 18-month lag time, why are they so behind? They, they need to explain this. So one other thing in this topic, in that there's a documentary that's being seen by millions and millions of people, but you may or may not be familiar with it. It's called Died Suddenly. It's a report on hundreds of embalmers. So the embalmer is the guy that takes care of the body after it's already dead and prepares it, drains the fluids out of the body through the carotid artery and uh, fills it with embalming fluid, basically. That's what happens. They are seeing for the first time, again, it started in 2021, and we're talking about hundreds of embalmers, not two or three, in both the U.K. and the United States that are saying they're seeing these fibrous clots that are preventing them in many cases from actually doing their job and so they've actually gotten together and the video you see on this thing they show the clots they actually show people from these public cameras that are around in the uk and in the u.s actually dropping dead it's it's a it's an amazing documentary decide for yourself we don't ever try to decide anybody's mind for them decide for yourself but it's probably information you should have i want to report on another major event too that the news media is not reporting on and that's these massive demonstrations in three key countries around the world that have been getting little to no coverage from the corporate media there's demonstrations going on in iran in brazil and in China. They've been going on for months in Iran, led by women that refuse to wear their burqas and in some cases have been imprisoned or worse. And hundreds of thousands of people have taken to the streets in massive demonstrations. One of the results of this has been that the Biden administration has stopped talking about reviving the Iran nuclear deal because if they talk about the Iran nuclear deal, they're going to have to talk about Iran 
and they don't want to talk about Iran, and they've given zero public support to these brave freedom demonstrators on the streets of Iran. Second, Brazil, one of the major countries in the world. They had a major presidential election a little over a month ago. For the last four years, they've been ruled by a president, Bolsonaro, who's an evangelical Christian and a free market conservative. He was in a uh, re-election campaign against a socialist leftist that goes by the name of Lula. And Lula won a very narrow victory, according to the official tabulation. The problem is more than 5 million votes were tossed out, were not counted. And the followers of Bolsonaro believe that this was massive fraud. They have been on the streets every day for the last, what is it, Kathleen, about 35 days now? Yeah. That's, I mean, this should be everywhere reported. They are suppressing it. And we heard a report by John Rappaport, who used to be in the corporate media, and he says this is one of the tricks that they use, is when they don't, when they have an event that doesn't support their agenda... If they can't completely not report on it, they at least minimize it because it calls attention to the non-support of the people. And this is really happening in China as well, these massive protests. I just wanted to say one other thing about Brazil. Why don't they report on Brazil? Well, two reasons. First of all, they hate Bolsonaro. He didn't follow the climate agenda. And so a lot of global people were really against him, kind of like they were against Trump. And secondly, related to Trump, they don't want to bring up even the possibility of election fraud. But like I said, they've had demonstrations. I've been in Brazil multiple times. They've had demonstrations in Rio de Janeiro and Sao Paulo of up to a million people at a time. People are really, really upset. They're not buying it. Bolsonaro has stepped aside. This Lula has taken office. But the people are not happy with that situation. Yes, and China... China, you've heard some report in the media, you've heard some sympathy for the demonstrators protesting against the extreme severe COVID lockdowns, but they don't tell you all the details. This is one detail you should be aware of. Everybody in China on their phone is assigned by the government. They have a COVID code. And if you're a code red, that means you have active COVID. And if you have active COVID, it is against the law for you to leave your home. You can't literally leave your apartment. Okay, but what has China done with these protesters? And there's tens and hundreds of thousands of protesters all over China protesting these insane COVID lockdowns. Whenever they can identify a protester and they have facial recognition cameras all over the country, they've assigned them code red, COVID, code red, which means they're not allowed. They can be arrested for being outside of their apartment. And I saw it. It's a heart wrenching video. I saw some of these protesters had come from a rural area all the way to the capital, Beijing. They'd been changed to code red so they wanted to just go home and guess what they're code red so they can't take a train they can't take a bus they were walking through the snow because it's winter time there they were walking through the snow and guess what it's only 1,000 miles back to their home village so who knows what will happen to those poor people that have been designated code red covid 
let's not have that system in the United States. Several of our leaders have, including Fauci, expressed admiration for how the Chinese handled COVID. Right, and people like Klaus Schwab and Justin Trudeau, they think that China is the model for the world. They think they want to implement a lot of the things that they do to monitor people, the surveillance state, the facial recognition. According to Children's Health Defense, is going to be going into our airports. So you can't fly without submitting to this facial recognition technology. And you'll be in you'll be in the database of all the government agencies. Yeah, that's being talked about by the TSA. Can we vote on that? Not very easily. So it's something to be really aware of. Um, you need to be aware of these big just, stories, and you're not going to get them on NBC. You're not going to get them in the San Diego Union-Tribune. You're not going to get them no, on CNN. No, you have to get them from Children's Health Defense, from the Highwire, from... Epic Times Epic is a Times great source. is a very yeah. good source. There's, there's yeah, a lot of really good sources. We really recommend that. And, it's, and Twitter. Now, it's Twitter, Twitter is opening up. We don't know what Elon Musk is ultimately up to, but what he's doing right now is is firing his employees that have been censoring people. He's reinstating the conservatives that used to be banned from his his Twitter. He, he even fired his top legal counsel this week, James Baker, who was an ex-FBI general counsel. So we know from the files that he's releasing and from this this leaving of ex FBI general counsel that the FBI has been very involved in Twitter that's the that's the huge scandal yeah. that the media is not reporting on and not explaining. And that's because they're, a lot of them are controlled by the FBI right. or the CIA. They're attacking Twitter. They're attacking Twitter. But what they totally are not reporting on just in the last week is that Elon Musk started releasing all these email files, thousands and thousands of emails. What kind of emails? They're emails between Twitter executives and the FBI. And other agencies, including, I believe, the CIA, but I'm sure, I know it's the FBI. The FBI was literally telling Twitter, just as they did, by the way, to Facebook and Google and others, they were telling Twitter which stories to delete. They particularly focused on the Hunter Biden story during the 2020 presidential election. They said they want that story completely blocked out. It was a story that broke in the New York Post. Twitter and Facebook and the other social media and the corporate media completely blocked out that story. Polls show that had people been aware of that information, some of them would have not voted. Some of the people that voted for Joe Biden would not have voted for him if they had had that information. Because guess what? Joe Biden himself, who's called the big guy, was implicated in those emails. So this is directly criminal activity and and some are saying treason to to interfere in an election like this a free and open supposed to be election is against the constitution it's not abiding by our constitutional republic it's messing up the whole system so this is this is very serious it could even be called treason and by the way did we realize that the head of the FBI 
or one of the main leaders, Stephen D'Antuono, announced his retirement this week. Oh, that's interesting because news of his retirement comes just weeks after Republicans on the House Judiciary Committee named him as one of the main targets of their investigation once they take control of the House. He's already avoided a lot of their requests for information, and they said they were going to have to use coercive means to get the information. And so what happens? He retires right kind ahead of, like, of that. Kind of like Dr. Fauci retiring. He re- he announced his retirement for December a few months ago, but the expectation at that time was that the Republicans would take the House. They did, but not as much as we'd hoped, perhaps, but they did take the House. But anyway, Fauci suddenly announced his retirement, too, where before he seemed to be sailing along at least till the end of, of uh, Biden's first so term. So thank goodness that the Republicans have taken the House, and people like Ron Johnson are holding hearings already, but we need to hold their feet to the fire and make them do even more in just uh, investigations. So there's another so, so I want to uh, close out on that Twitter just keep following Twitter it's an interesting source of news right now we hope it stays that way and again twi- you wonder why Elon Musk is becoming more an enemy of the media and the Democrats even perhaps than Donald Trump it's because he's supporting free speech and he's giving people a voice on a major platform that have not had it for the last several years. So keep following that. Kathleen, there's another major story we want to report on involving the U.S. Supreme Court, isn't there? Yes, and the court case is called Brunson versus Adams, and this is a story from the Epic Times as well, and there's also substacks about it. But this is the case that will decide whether it... Uh, it may overturn the 2020 elections and make representatives who voted to confirm the election ineligible to hold office in the future. So uh, Brunson and Adams are, are against Adams, are suing the members of Congress who voted against the proposed 10-day audit of the 2020 elections. There were a number of there were over 100. congressmen. There right. were over 100 members of Congress after the 2020 election that requested a 10-day audit. And it's against the law not to do an investigation when that is voted on by con- members of Congress. So if the Supreme Court rules against Congress, it could potentially remove a sitting president and vice president. But now this 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 case has to go forward. And the hearing to vote on whether they will go ahead and hear it. Interestingly enough, it's going to be held January 6th. 2023. Yeah. Right. But at least it made it past the first hurdle because anybody that commented on this case said there's no way they'll just have a single Supreme Court justice dismiss it. That's what they expected. But it was at least serious enough in their view that they've decided that all nine Supreme Court justices need to convene again on January 6th. So after Christmas, all nine will convene. If they decide that it there's enough there to go forward, then it'll become a formal case to be heard by the Supreme Court. Amazing. So that's something to really follow. Um, I want to... Uh, announce a victory for local elections. Number one, we had a red wave in Escondido. Um, we, had, we, had a, we got a Republican mayor. We got Republican 
uh, school board members. We've got council, city council members elected. All the way up and down. And I give credit to my husband and his Escanita Republicans and the North County Conservatives. They, they got active. They got out there. They ran their candidates. They knocked on doors. They called. And we want to do the same thing and throughout San Diego County. I also want to announce that my sister and, her, and brother-in-law in Coos County, Oregon, did the same thing. They rallied members. They, they ran their candidate, the head of Citizens Restoring Liberty for county commissioner. They knocked on doors. They made a documentary that was seen widely about the election fraud that was going on under their current commissioner. They got it on tape. They, they were denied access to observing the counting of the votes and other uh, egregious violations of, of freedom of uh, information and the open elections. So they it took several weeks of counting and putting the pressure on and, and you know, observing. But they did finally get the vote, and it did elect Ron, Rod Taylor, the leader of their Citizens for Restoring Liberty. They were successful in electing their candidate, and he's going to clean up the corruption in Coos County. So that's a, that's a victory, and I am really proud of my sister and brother-in-law. A shout-out to them. We need to act locally. One other news item in our remaining time. We talked last week about alternatives to the public schools, and one of the big things we can do as citizen activists is look for alternatives. When we see a big bank or a big corporation has gone woke and we have hesitation, as we should, about supporting them with our dollars, we should vote with our dollars and seek alternatives. Well, I've got a couple alternatives for you to look at in terms of investments, because so many investment funds led by the giant fund BlackRock and also others uh, in that of that ilk have gone totally woke. Well, guess what? There and was you know an article, that because of ESG scores. There was an article, right. ESG scores are the monitor of that. So this last week, Bloomberg News, which is right in the middle of the being the liberal mainstream media, I was surprised the story even came out. But Bloomberg News reported that one of the alternative funds, and believe it or not, it's called the MAGA Fund. It has no relationship, believe it, no relationship to Donald Trump, but the stock symbol is M-A-G-A. Anyway, the MAGA Fund in the last one year had a 15% higher return than the group of ESG funds. And Bloomberg News reported it. And there's another fund called Strive, S-T-R-I-V-E. Look at that, too. So... We want to be upbeat as we close out this time, Kathleen, and it's Christmas season. I have a poem that actually you gave me from Mother Teresa called Anyway. So can I read that? Just a little bit of introduction. You know, we get frustrated with people around us that don't think the way we do or that disagree or that do certain things that are frustrating. But we need to love them anyway. Love all our neighbors around us. And this is the expression of that That's what it's all about. So Mother Teresa said, People are often unreasonable, illogical, and self-centered. Forgive them anyway. If you are kind, people may accuse you of selfish ulterior motives. Be kind anyway. If you are successful, you will win some false friends and some true enemies. Succeed anyway. If you are honest and frank, people may cheat you. 
be honest and frank anyway. What you spend years building, someone could destroy overnight. Build anyway. If you find serenity and happiness, they may be jealous. Be happy anyway. The good you do today, people will often forget tomorrow. Do good anyway. Give the world the best you have, and it may never be enough. Give the world the best you've got anyway. You see, in the final analysis, it's between you and God. It was never between you and them anyway. We hope you've given a good rundown of current events this week. We hope for a Merry Christmas season and that you can look around you, count your blessings, and keep on doing what God wants you to do. We love you, listeners. Thanks for listening to us. Till next week. Join us next Saturday at noon for Biblical Citizen. Let's roll. Your hosts, Brian and Kathleen Melanakis, seek to educate and activate Christians at a grassroots level, helping them to live out their responsibility to influence civic affairs for good. Next week, we will cover another major news happening from the view of the biblical citizen. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.